Hello and welcome to the July DCM podcast. If I was better at editing, I would edit bells and, congr- and basically congratulation sounds and such like because it's a big month, July 2018. It's a special month for DCM and that's because it's our 10th birthday. Digital Cinema Media was formed in July 2008, so this month there's been a series of events to celebrate this momentous occasion. We held a 10th birthday party at BFI Stephen Street, which just happened to be on the night that England got to the semi-final of the World Cup for the first time in 28 years, which presented a minor issue. But uh, aside from that, we've had a whole host of blogs and uh, thought leadership pieces and events celebrating the fact that DCM is 10 years old. I also wrote a blog about the, my favourite films of the last 10 years, which can be found on the internet somewhere. But I should also say that my name is Tom Linnae. Hello. Uh, today, I'm joined by someone who has been at DCM for every day of the last 10 years. Not physically in the office. He does take holiday sometimes. Uh, but he was also here a good period before that as well. It's DCM's Finance and Operations Director, Paul Maloney. Hello, Paul. Hey, Tom. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm not too bad, not too bad. Good. DCM is a decade old, and you've been here for every day of that decade. How has the company evolved in that time? The company's changed massively in that time. I think 10 years is is, is quite a big period of time, so you'd expect it, and to be fair, it has. I mean, the whole sort of transition from 35mm film, which is seems pretty archaic now, to digital to where we are, um, was probably the, the biggest change for our business um, back in 2012. But before that, we were still sticking bits of film together to put the ad reel together to send out to all of the cinemas. So it was a pretty sort of heavy lifting and sort of logistical challenge to, to operate back then. And all, everything's now digital, which is amazing. So there's been a massive shift for the business in that part. Okay, so you've been at DCM for how long? So DCM since it started in 2008, and then CSA, which was the business before, um, I started there. Good answer. Glad you're on board. <laughs> you've, been, you've been at the company in some form for how long? Nearly 20 years, probably, give or take. Well, I started in 2000, April. Okay, so how, how did you start out at DCM? I started off as the sort of junior in accounts. So I was a bit of the dog's body for everyone and used to do filing and posting stuff and... Yeah, I was just sort of the junior in the team. So you are basically the example of career progression at a company, aren't you? You've gone from being dog's body, in your own words, uh, to a well-respected dog's body. <laughs> no, uh, someone who is, you know, leading the company. Yeah, I could, uh, you could say that. I'm not. Yeah, maybe. I think, yeah. 20 years is quite a long time, so maybe we should expect a little bit more <laughs> <laughs> than where it is now. But yeah, for sure. So it, definitely, I mean, career progression, that's why I've stayed, to be perfectly honest. I mean, 20 years is a long time, but um, the business changed hands. Obviously, from CSA, it became DCM. You say CSA, Colton Screen, Colton Advertising. Screen Advertising. So yeah. people who were going to the cinema in the early part of the century will, will remember the... Uh, bit of metal in the coals which was our ident wasn't it yeah there was a, it was a really cool ident it was like a branding iron. yeah branding that was it do you That's remember word, a big obviously. star yeah um so yeah so that was it back then and uh but i suppose yeah c- career progression and as much have been given an opportunity to to progress and when there were opportunities being considered for them which is which is what all good companies should do when they when they believe they've got good people so yeah i've been very fortunate and very lucky and maximize my value of the skills that <laughs> the skills that I've got 
So, uh, it, as you said, it's been a long time. <laughs> Tell us about your career. What you've learned? What have you learned? What have been your highlights at DCM, Paul? <laughs> so, so, have, have there been any highlights? I'm trying to DCM? think, Tom. I'm trying. Twenty years is such a long time. I think I've met some incredible people, um, and I and I think that um, you realise that in, in an advertising business, actually, it's the people that make the difference. Because obviously, for us, it's not our content. It's uh, we don't really create anything as such. But actually, it's about our people and what we do and how how we engage with other people. So, I've met some incredibly friendly people and people who have helped me progress and um, educate me in, in certain things that I weren't sort of up to speed on. And so, for me, it's probably yeah, it's probably that experience that I've 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 got from from being involved with all these different people throughout the years. I, I managed to go to a few premieres along the way, which has been nice. Um, so I've I've gone another. Uh, I went to the Wolf of Wall Street premiere, which was cool. DiCaprio was there and saw all the stars. But I suppose one of my favourites was going and seeing uh, Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez? What was she in? Made in Manhattan. You went to the Made in Manhattan premiere? What an awful film. <laughs> so that's got uh, Ray Fiennes in as well, yeah, hasn't it? Yeah, Ray Fiennes. He's like the rich millionaire guy. You, how Did you see J-Lo? Did we, you actually see her? We saw up? her. Close enough. Okay. And Close how was enough. that? It was lovely. <laughs> Good. I'm glad that in the... Time twenty years you've been at DCM. One of the highlights is seeing Jennifer Lopez. So you're not the only person to have been at DCM for the last ten years. We've got quite a few people actually. Uh, our head of IT has been uh, here for I think almost fifteen years. Uh, our head of events and activations has been here over ten years. Our creative business director. What is it about DCM that makes it such a great place to work? Why are people here so? Why are people here so long? I'd like to say I think it's just it is a fun place to work, and I think it's challenging. But there's a, it's good enough for the time that you enjoy it, I think. And actually, all the people that you mentioned actually have, have progressed within the company as well. So it does invest in people and it does want to bring people on. And if there's opportunities and you're interested and you're, and you're capable or in some t sometimes not maybe even ready but worth taking a shot, then, then they invest in you. So I think that's probably why, to be totally honest. And I think that's a a culture that's always been here and only probably got stronger over the last few years as well. And you're a big part of uh, creating a culture where people have fun and uh, don't take themselves too seriously, but work hard and um, and care about each other. How do you go about doing that? I think for me, it's almost like we have no offices. Um, we're really approachable as, as sort of a senior management team. When you say no offices, you mean it's open plan? It's open plan, yeah. We don't sit out on the street. We've got, <laughs> we come to an office. Yeah, we're all in, we're all in Starbucks. <laughs> we're cutting back on the rent. No, yeah, so we have, we have an office space, but there are no offices. And I think it's quite important. Um, so, yeah, we, anyone, we're free to speak to us. We're sort of approachable. And, yeah, we like to be part of the team. I think it's really important. So, And also, I think setting an example and is, is also important because... You need to be showing how you want people to behave, and, and you, if you can't set the right example, then how can you expect anyone else to, to 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 do what you say rather than do what you do? So I'm a big believer in that. That's a good point. Uh, so, what have been some of DCM's greatest achievements in the last ten years? You've mentioned going digital. Would you put that at number one? I think it's a big. Yeah, I think it's up there. It has to be because it was such a big change for the business. Um, and it meant obviously we could uh, we'd be much more flexible, much more fleet of foot, uh, attract different sorts of advertisers, and actually just sort of offer people a much more current proposition. And I think it's really important. Um, I suppose we won the View contract as well back in 2011, so it was really just Odeon and Cineworld to begin with. 
and so that made that was sort of a, a sort of pivotal point and the sort of market share of the business grew to around I think it was 80 percent at the time so that was also quite a big deal but then along the way as well we managed to pick up some more contracts and we've got the every likes of man, every man on. yeah exactly so the business is, is, is evolved and it and as it's got stronger it's it's managed to acquire more of these contracts so we must be doing something right and so you must have seen uh, some big changes in the media uh, as a whole over the last uh, decade. What would you say the biggest changes are? I think obviously the emergence of digital has had a massive effect on the whole entire market. And I think this whole rush to data and and sort of, it, it feels like some of the traditional medium are, are potentially like, well, are being left behind and probably been underinvested in, despite the fact that actually they all work. We know, t look how, uh, how well TV is perf performing and the numbers it's doing. I know we've had a World Cup and Love Island as well, which seems to be a massive hit for those guys. But some of these tra these traditional channels still work, paper, newspapers and radio, which is, seems to be having a resurgence at the minute. So I think the biggest shift outside would have been, yeah, definitely the internet and, and sort of the growth of it the, and the uh, significant growth from, from a standing start. So you mentioned uh, that we won the View contract uh, and that we represent Odin and Cineworld, and you obviously and Odin, Odin and Cineworld and View all sit on our board, and uh, you work very closely with the board. What's that relationship like? I mean, it's incredibly supportive because our performance, obviously, is a, and the the output that we that we generate is obviously money over to those guys. So they're keen for us to push to push things forward. They're keen for us to modernise the business. They're keen to invest to make the business better. And so, yeah, I think it's been, it, it was interesting for me when I when I joined the board, I was only quite young. I think, well, I say quite young, younger than I am now for sure. Um, and so that was, so that was an inter interesting experience for me personally. But yeah, incredibly supportive and yeah, keen for us to do well. So, and also we can learn things from them as well. They've got their own businesses, but some, all businesses, even if they're even in slightly different environments, can suffer similar pressures. So, um, yeah, talking to those guys and getting their thoughts is always is always helpful. So let's talk films. You've mentioned Made in Manhattan. What have been your other favourite films of the last ten yeah, years? Yeah, it's definitely not a favourite, but there you are. I suppose one stands out probably, and it's not it's not that old, I don't think now. But Whiplash, really different, and uh, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, I think that was twenty sixteen, but that's an absolutely brilliant film. If you haven't seen it, guys, check it out. It may well have been in my blog that I wrote for Little Black Book about best films of the last 10 years stars yeah. Miles Teller as a jazz drummer that's brilliant that one isn't it so tense and exciting yeah it's a cracking film yeah really really good what's been your favorite cinema ad over the last 10 years uh, I think well it's, it's probably a recent ad to be fair Tom it's um, the Channel 4 Paralympic advert I think we run the really the, the full ad I think yeah, rather three than minute version, I think it was yeah. a three minute version and we and it was just incredible. It really sort of engaging, and yeah, it just that's the meet the superhumans. Meet one, the superhumans. It? Yeah. yeah, it was just yeah, it was just an amazing ad. The concept was great, and yeah, it really sort of. And we ran, uh, we ran a sub. Uh, we did. A, we ran. A, was it a signed a, version? A signed version as well. Yeah, yeah we Wait, did. And that was uh, one. Did it win the Grand Prix at the DCM Awards? That yeah, no, year I think well? it did. I yeah, think I it hosted did. the awards, so I should remember this, but. But yeah, what, what easily one of the best ads, most impactful ads of the, of, of the uh, last few years. And the DCM Awards is coming up again this September. The closing date for entries is this week, I think the 27th of July. Uh, what are your thoughts on the DCM Awards? That's been one of the biggest developments over the last 10 years, isn't it? So something we've launched in the last few years. Uh, what do you think that's brought to the industry? 
I think it's really important to recognise to recognise cinema and how people use cinema different. It's a different medium, and I think what I've, you've seen over the, each year really the, the awards have grown and grown. More people, there's, I believe, there's more entries every year. It's gaining its own sort of momentum, and people are keen to win it. Who doesn't like to win an award? So, yeah, and it's a great way to showcase the best content, isn't it? Yeah, it's amazing. And, and when you sit there and you see some of this content, you are really blown away by it. And actually, it, it sort of yeah, it sort of reaffirms why cinema works when you when you see some of this amazing content again. Yeah, at the event when all two hundred people are sat watching the amazing content on screen, then that Paralympics one ad is a perfect example. People are kind of blown away about it, especially if they haven't seen it already. Yeah. You know, it's uh, just an amazing piece of work. So we spent enough time looking back, Paul. Uh, let's start looking forward. What are you most looking forward to for the rest of this year? I'm really looking forward to First Man, I think, which is out in October. Yeah, October 12th, yeah. October 12th, yeah. I mean, the trailer looks really classy. Obviously, it's Neil Armstrong. Yeah. Great subject. Not Louis Armstrong, which I said in a presentation recently. I can see a theme developing because First Man is directed by the same guy, Damien Chazelle, who directed Whiplash. Uh, he's a brilliant filmmaker. And he also made La La Land. So that, you know... St- which is also very good. good. That will be great. What else are you looking forward to? I mean, I love Mary Poppins. The first one is fabulous yeah mine, me too can't wait for this Mary Poppins returns on December 21st yeah I'm looking forward to it I'm, I'm just yeah I want it to be good and you've got young you've got daughters haven't you yeah so I've got two young girls are they girls. looking forward to it yeah my oldest is I've got an 8 year old and a 2 year old so the 8 year old is probably a little bit more interested in yeah, it yeah the 2 year old well, the 2 year old hasn't probably, seen Mary Poppins yeah, yet not too interested just no. yet but I think the other thing I probably will go and see because I tend to see most of the kids stuff but the Nutcracker will probably be I'll definitely probably go and see that and that looks that looks amazing as well. Yeah, that's out 2nd of November. So that's based on the the ballet that's always on at the Royal Opera House and Sadler's Wells and such like. Uh, but it stars Helen Mirren and Kira Knightley. So, And what are you looking most looking forward to in 2019, Paul? I mean, there's so much in 2019. It's going to be there? the biggest year ever. It's going Every year we say it, it's the biggest year for film. Yep. I think, yeah, I mean, we've got Bond, we've got Star Wars... We've yep. got Toy Story, which I think is really exciting. Got, yeah, Lion King. That, that, they're four absolutely in massive blockbusters. I mean, Bond, Star Wars, Toy Story, Lion King. These are four films that should do over £70 million in the UK. We usually get one a year. We should have four at least next year. Yeah, And Frozen 2, which your daughter will be into, won't she? Yeah, Frozen 1 was a big hit in my house, so we would definitely be going to see that. Yeah, no, I think next year is going to be a, an incredible year. I think it'll be, yeah. You're going to be visiting the cinema a lot if you really want to go and see these films because they are literally back to back. So we've spoken about films over the next 10 years and we've spoken about changes in the media industry over the last 10 years. What changes do you see happening in the media industry over the next 10 years? I think I think what we've seen probably in the last few years, particularly from a cinema perspective, is there's huge investment in technology, be it sound, be it on the screen. That's going to continue and I think that's... That's a point of difference that obviously no real other me- other medium can actually have. So I, 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 I sense that will just continue to be sort of ramped up. And also the experience itself, the investment in sort of the cinemas. So they are nice places to go uh, and watch films. So I can only see that getting better, really. I think in terms of our medium, I think the whole digital piece, while it has it has taken a huge chunk of the market, I think our sort of, our media's got stronger as a result of it. We've it's uninterruptible. We've got people's attention. There's brand safety as well. Brand safety. All the sort of buzzwords that you're hearing at the minute. Cinema ticks a lot of the boxes and has done since its inception. So there's no reason why that won't continue. And actually, cinema becomes stronger in that market. So I think the next 10 years should are exciting and, and should stand us in good stead. And 
what do you see changing at DCM? I think uh, I think greater probably sort of advancements in systems and trying to make things easier for people to do. I think that's a big thing that we've been focusing on over the last couple of years. I think the digital project was all about getting content to cinemas and changing to being digital. And actually, it's it's now about making sure we're as efficient and as slick as we can be as an operation internally. So I see a, a sort of a big investment into that, and we're currently doing that at the minute. I think that will carry on. But um, more fun, I hope. And well, hopefully, I don't know, maybe I'll be here in 10 years, maybe I won't. Who knows? We'll can see. You, can you hit the big three zero? <laughs> Let's <at DCM>? hope not. <laughs> <laughs> So... Um, uh, you didn't mention this in your highlights, but a couple of years ago you took part in a big boxing match, didn't you? Can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, so I took part in the media fight night, which uh, my cousin is a patron of the charity. It's for the Head, Neck and Cancer Foundation, HNCF for short. Um, and they do a boxing event where guys from media, uh, anyone can have a go at it. They, they uh, sort of put their name down to join in and then they basically have a boxing match, white collar, where you fight in front of a thousand people for charity and, and try to sell as many tables as you can to raise money for the charity. And you fought in this? Yeah, no, I fought in it in, I think it was the second year. And how'd you get on? And I just want to highlight, for those of you who don't, <laughs> who don't know Paul, Paul is not someone that you want to mess with. Like, uh, in media, he's he'd probably be cruiserweight, at least. <laughs> it's heavyweight, unfortunately, at the minute. <laughs> um, I drew, but it was... Um, yeah, I drew. I thought I, won. I thought I won. Boxing judging is always suspect, isn't yeah. it? In this case, it was for sure. But no, look, I drew. I suppose, yeah, it was. Um, it was an amazing uh, thing to take part in. Um, uh, but we, mo- most importantly, you raised a lot of money for charity. Yeah, raised lots of money for charity. They're trying to raise a half a million pounds, um, and I think over four years. And I think on that night, they raised a hundred grand in total towards um, funding some special research that they're doing that they want to roll out to the rest of the UK. And they're going to get a government, um, the government will release some money if they can get enough money together to to sort of widen the test. So yeah, really special thing to do. Um, Great charity. And yeah, not too bad getting punched in the face for three rounds. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I did. I did. I enjoyed the training and that sort of stuff. And then on the night, yeah, I think it was all over very quickly. And but yeah, no, I did enjoy it. It was it's a nice feeling. And it's becoming a bit of a Maloney dynasty because your brother Sam is doing it this year, isn't he? I think he is. I think he is. He's had two years at it. He drew the first year, won the second one. Oh, he one. did it last year. Yeah, no, he did it last oh, year. Oh, sorry, he did it last year. Yeah, mate. there's he's he, there's talk of him doing it again. Is I'm not it? sure. I'm not sure. I thought you had the inside scoop, no, I Tom. Don't. I saw him the other day. He didn't look. <laughs> fi- he didn't look like his fighting weight. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he certainly isn't at the minute. But he's still got. It's not till November, so he's got enough time to shed the pounds if he needs to. How, he won though, didn't he? He won his second is, fight. Yeah. Is that a bone of contention between the two of you? Not really. No. Maybe we should have the Maloney's go at it together. Yeah. Then. Who knows? That could be. Yeah. How <laughs> yeah. much would that be worth? Yeah. I don't know. He'd sell some. Tables. Anything for charity, Tom? Yeah. You've heard it here first. If anyone from the white, what's the, what's the what's the company called who puts it on? Uh, so uh, white collar boxing, I think. It if is. anyone from here is listening, this is your big money maker <laughs> for 2018. The Maloney's. It'll be like it'll be like Rocky versus Ivan Drago. Um, <laughs> okay, Paul. That's um, let's leave it there. That's ten years at DCM in a nutshell, and ten years still to come. Thanks for joining me, Paul. Thank you, Tom. Really good to talk to you. And I'll be back next month uh, when it's not ten years anymore. But we'll talk about something else. Thanks for listening. Bye. 